All right, we're back, and you're listening to Talk with Francesca. Who waits until his or her 50s to get divorced? Calling it quits on marriage is more common than you might realize. Later in life, divorce is more than an observation. It's a trend. But why? Laura Silverstein, licensed social worker and certified Gottman therapist, is here with me now. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for being on Talk with Francesca today and joining us. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, it's a pleasure. So let's just get right to it. It's a astounding statistic, but divorce among baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964 are at the highest point in American history. And 53% of them over 50 are divorcing for the second time. Let's get a finger on the pulse examination of this growing trend. Laura, do you know why this demographic is divorcing more? You know, it's really a great question, and it's an astounding statistic, especially because what you're saying is that you're not talking about their second marriage. You're actually even talking about their second divorce. Um, what we know about why relationships end, there's, there's basically two main reasons. And the first one happens probably around five to seven years after the commitment. Mm-hmm. And the first reason... The seven-year really, itch you're talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry? The seven-year itch? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right, and, and, and it's, it's funny that that's, that's historically, you know, known yeah. Yeah. And, um, and statistically, you know, accurate. And so, but those marriages tend to be very high conflict. You know, people who are arguing a lot, really unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then there's a second peak at around 10 to 12 years. And that's more of a slow deterioration of emotional intimacy where people just are feeling disconnected, they're feeling lonely in their own relationships. And it seems to me that that's, that that's probably more what's going on with, with these, you know, with this statistic that you just quoted. Yeah, but uh, if they're only they, married, like, say, 12 years, um, that would put them in getting married at, like, 38, 40. And, I mean, that's kind of on the older side of getting married. I mean, I'm, it, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. more like people who have been married 25, 30 35 years. I mean, that seems to be the growing trend. Is that right? Right. Right. That, that they've been married all of these years and then and then they're getting div- divorced, remarried and then divorced again. Right. So it's yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know about that. The second uh, uh-huh. divorce uh-huh. thing. But I, the, the first is, is yep. what I'm actually really talking about. And, yep. and that's really surprising. I mean, you just don't think you know, I've got a, a couple of friends, actually, that had been, been married for 25-plus years, and it's just like, what? You know, right. you just wouldn't expect it. After so many years, you just say, yeah, they're just going to be together forever, and that's just kind of the way right. it goes. But there's, but that's that's changing. That is really, really changing. And, right. um, I mean, what do you... I mean, what do you attribute this to? I mean, it, it, these are these are baby boomers. Is there something in the way they're thinking? You know, I mean, it certainly isn't bring home the the bacon and and um, anymore. And, and you know, I mean, that that whole theory has really changed, and that's not what marriage is about. The guy brings home the bacon, the woman right. takes care of the home. I mean, it's really I don't know if I would call it egocentric, but it's a lot more individualized. Yep. Um, right? Wouldn't you say right. today? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, I think I think it's an interesting it's an interesting trend that in the beginning it's this idea of you know you're supposed to ma- be, stay married till death do you part, and and no matter what you know you kind of just take whatever comes mm-hmm. you know, and that and that that used to be something that was really valued, is sort of staying committed through the long haul, and the, and now there's a lot more value placed on independence. 
there is value placed on self-actualization right. um, and people really being true to themselves and, and growing and, and um, following their own dreams. And so it seems that, that as that's happening, people are leaving their relationships. It, it, you know, and I wonder if, if the next phase, if, if we're looking at it sort of sociologically, if, if one trend is to stay together, then the next trend is to, is to get divorced. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if we could figure out how to be true to ourselves, stay in that, you know, right. stay in that relationship right. and then not feel so lonely, exactly. which is really what I think a lot is, is happening. I think people, you know, there is a, a trend toward independence, but people are also feeling very disconnected and isolated. It, it, and what is also interesting is um, it's, you know, the midwife divorce, you know? I mean, it's, it's women that are initiating a lot of the divorce. I mean, do you think that men are just more inclined to settle? You know, it's, it's just, it, to me, I, I, when I, I think women have more intimate bonds with other women and are mm-hmm. able to process their feelings easier, mm-hmm. where men aren't really raised to have that level of emotion that women have. So, uh, you know, if they're to get out, I mean, it's almost... It, it, if, even if they're thinking of getting out, you wonder if they even talk to their friends about that, where when women are thinking about getting out of their marriage, I mean, all their friends know. Right, right. Right, wrong, or indifferent, they know. And we're all talking about it. And But I don't know that men have that. I mean, they get together, they bond, they play basketball together, whatever. But I don't know that men necessarily have discussions with their buddies in the locker room like you know I'm really not happy the sex really stinks I don't feel connected anymore and so I think that that it's it makes it oh all so much larger for a man Mm -hmm. and I think that might be I I think that's why women are are able to initiate it more would you agree oh that's so so you're saying maybe that that they're initiating it because they're talking to their friends and kind of getting support around you know, you, you don't have to put up with that kind of thing, and maybe men aren't talking to their guy guy friends about it, so they're not necessarily um, having somebody to sort of fuel the fire, so to speak. Is that, is well, that you know, well, actually, as you repeated that um, back to me, what I had just said, um, <laughs> I realized that, yes, that is what I said, but I don't think that's exactly... Um, what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> I think that I, I think me, help me understand. I know I'm not sure I understand either, but I I do think that women are I think women are initiating divorce more because I think women are more independent. I don't think they're yes. as afraid as they once were. I, you that know, I, I mean, I, right? I, I think that's more like yep. it. So okay, so they're let's more, talk about the they're more financially independent than they used to be. Probably less likely to stay in a marriage out of fear of being you know unable to support themselves. I, you know, I definitely, I, I think that's, that's, that's very likely. Well, um, the, the emotional, you know, the emotional expression piece definitely plays out as well. Um, you know, I think about it within the relationship is, you know, perhaps men could speak up a little bit more, be more emotionally open. And, and I think oftentimes women could probably be a little less emotionally open. You know what I mean? Like, like women can help a little bit. I think that men are, you know, I think men are more expressive than they used to be. I still don't mm-hmm. think they will ever be at the level that women are at. I just, I think that we're brought up differently. And I, yeah. I think that if a woman wants to be happy in a relationship with a man, she's got to be the one who's um, helping the man to feel comfortable expressing his feelings. Otherwise, it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh-huh. 
it's an interesting it's an interesting insight definitely um it, this woman Deirdre Bear she's um the author of Calling It Quits she interviewed over 400 couples and this particular story really stands out for me it was a woman in her 80s and she was married for 53 years she woke up after surgery one day and she announced to her husband I don't know how many years I have left, but I do know I don't want to spend them with you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure her marriage was on its way out for some quite some time. Um, I guess she wanted to be certain um, what she was doing. But, I mean, that's just an amazing thing to have been married all those years. I haven't... I haven't quite heard of, of anybody getting divorced at that point, but um, I know. I, I, I know. guess she didn't I mean, want to be in an empty shell marriage. Clear. <laughs> um, Laura, I'd, I'd love to hear your view on this. I think adults today are per, um, perhaps less willing to remain in what we would call, you know, sort of an empty shell marriage. You know, marriages yeah. that are okay, but not particularly satisfying. Um, yeah. Let's. I'd like you to um, tell our listening audience your view on that, if you could. Yes, I, I really agree that I think we as human beings, we crave meaning in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we should compromise on that. I think that it's important to be looking for, for that kind of depth. You know, who, do I, who am I? Who do I want to be? Am I with, with a person who's challenging me to be a better person? Am I a better person as a result of this relationship that I'm in? Uh, I think you know those are all those are all really important questions, and you know one thought is do we sort of stay in a relationship where where we're not feeling challenged, you know, or do we find a way to to challenge ourselves and our partner to find that depth, mm-hmm. you know, or do we do we look outside the relationship? Are we thinking okay, we you know we're really not going to find this from from this person? Am I getting you know blood from a stone here? Um, and those are all difficult questions that I think everybody has to has to you know answer for themselves. But I think it's a great thing to be thinking about, and I think it's a positive you know direction that we're moving. And as we get of, older, you know, boy, awareness. Absolutely. And as we get older, boy, does that clock tick fast? I don't I don't know what made me think of this. Maybe as I was preparing for this interview, but I was thinking, wow, 25 years ago, and I was thinking back, what was I doing 25 years ago? And I can remember like it was yesterday, and then I added 25 years to my age, and I thought, yikes, you know, and that was sort of like, you know, (laughs) at that point, I might need a knee replacement, I don't know, Uh, (laughs) and I would want to be married to someone who I know would would help me out there. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to psychotherapist Laura Silverstein, who, and we are discussing the graying divorce revolution. Laura, divorce changes older people's sex lives. Um, Can you be uh, candid in discussing what really does change? Changes people's sex lives. Well, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing. You're talking about people who who are divorced and kind of back in the dating scene. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, yeah, I am. Because I, I think that is that one thing we know, you know, is that there's always more sexual intimacy at the beginning of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and that as you've been with somebody for, for a while, you know, it, it might not be that there's any problem in the relationship. It's just that you have to pay bills and, you know, bring the kids to soccer and all that kind of stuff. Um, so at the beginning of the relation of a new relationship, there tends to be a lot more of that energy and whatnot. Um, but I also think about you know being uh, back on the dating scene, being insecure about your body, having to be naked in front of somebody after you've been 
you know, with the same person for 30 years and have to imagine what it would be like to be with, uh, with somebody new, it would be, bring up a lot of insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it's probably similar in the sense that some people are really enjoying it and some people are hating it and, and wish they were with, you know, uh, back in a long-term committed relationship. But what about That's my guess? To be honest, I, 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 uh, I don't have a lot of firsthand experience with that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm just, what I'm actually thinking about is that these relationships that, that split up and then they people go on to be with another partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would think that the sex would be better with mm-hmm. this new partner because there would be, um, not because they're so hungry for sex that they maybe haven't had, but because their their relationship has far more quality. Um, you know, it, it's more intimate. It's more mature. It's right. uh, that's really what I'm referring to more than really going out there and and the dating, the sexy, and all that stuff. Oh, right, uh, right, but right. just just that you know, I mean, here you you've divorced. You've made this yep. incredible move to say, you know, yep. something. This is an empty shell relationship. Yep. I'm not into yep. this. I, I, I deserve more. I want more. Um, yeah. I want to be able to share intimately on many levels with a partner. So I would think that when you get into that next relationship, the physical intimacy, because the emotional intimacy is yeah. better, would be better. Would you agree with that? I w- totally would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when you know yourself better, you have more maturity being able to talk about things. Right. and be emotionally vulnerable, right. absolutely. Right. You know, it, it's interesting. It's, you know, I've, I have this crazy philosophy, my listeners have heard it before, where I feel that, you know what, every five years your marriage should be renewed. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, you have to have a license, you know, for all sorts of things. And you get a marriage license, right? Well, what does that really mean? I mean, you have to right. have a nice license to operate equipment. You have to have a license to practice medicine. You know, you have a license for a marriage. Well, what? Is that really, you know, what it, what does that really mean? And, you know, I mean, it's just marriage is, is kind of, it seems like it, you, people jump in so quick. You know, the yeah. I do is so easy. The I don't can be so complex. Oh, you know, well and so I, said, right? Yeah. So I think after, you know, every, I really do, I feel like this. I feel like every five years there should be a renewal clause. And you either mm-hmm. stay or you don't. And, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have to be so complicated, but that's just, you know, a little comic relief there, I, I, I guess. But right. anyway. Maybe a little refresher class. Yeah, well, you know. whatever. But, you know, really, I mean, legally, just that, you know what, okay, we've decided we're going to continue on for another five years. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not going to. And there's not all this insanity around divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Laura, let me ask you a totally different question. Are there any surprising motivations that lead to these late-life splits? You know, I think that there that there probably is a group of people who are motivated by things other than just getting out of the relationship that they're in, you know, and it, it might be that they have these sort of bucket lists of, uh-huh. you know, I really want to do this thing. I, I want to sail to Australia, but, you know, my partner gets seasick kind of thing. You know, what do you do? Do you, do you find a way to include that person? You know, you see your mortality face-to-face and start to, to mm-hmm. really want to, to reach some of these goals. 
Um, and I think sometimes it can be hard because you don't necessarily talk about that when you're 23. Right. And, you know, then then you look at these things and say, you know, this is really important to me that I achieve mm-hmm. this. I've always wanted to live in Colorado and, you know, you won't go there. You know, those kinds of things. Absolutely. Um, yeah, people do change. People do. Yep. They, yep. they absolutely do. Um, so um, in... In couples therapy, you know, we're talking about people changing and deciding whether to exit a marriage or not. Do you think that um, couples therapy is more often than not a way to exit a marriage rather than to revive it, or is it a little both? Oh, I think both definitely happen. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think that people are being deceptive, but I think that there are times that that you come into – a relationship with a third objective party, and the hope is, you know, okay, I really expect that this relationship isn't gonna isn't gonna last. Perhaps somebody's already made the decision, and sometimes I think they feel a little bit safer, you know, maybe with me in the room mm-hmm. as a way to either protect themselves, mm-hmm. you know, fear of how their partner's gonna react when they actually tell them, or fear of you know, they're hurting their partner, mm-hmm. wanting to feel like there's a, there's somebody in the room who's going to at least make sure that this person is okay because they know that they're going to be really angry. Um, so I definitely, you know, I definitely see that. And, and I see a lot of people also who are definitely, you know, motivated, really, really want their, their relationship to last. It's not uncommon for me to hear that I'm the third couple therapist, mm-hmm. you know, that, that a couple coming in to see because they don't want to because neither one of them really want to let go even though it's just not working i mean sometimes when things are broken they just can't be fixed i don't know that's Mm -hmm. maybe that's just Mm -hmm. a little too trite but um you know you mentioned the word fear and it it seems that so many couples stay married long after they realize they're miserable what 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 is that fear about could you give us like four or five examples of of you know some top fears or 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 give us four or five um yeah i think i think people are fear are afraid of being alone. I think people are afraid of making a mistake. Yeah, that's feeling a good one. like you when, know. Well, what if I what and if then I leave this now? Person? What right? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's that? Well, the sort of now what? I mean, it's it's frightening. I've been there. I mean, it is a very frightening. It's like yeah. you know, it's like feels catastrophic. Like, <gasps> where am I? Where am I going? What am I going to do now? How am I going to yep. survive? And you know, it's. Yep. But it, can yeah. I can I support myself? You know. Are my kids going to be okay? You know, who am I? Who am I going to live with? Who who's going to you know tell me how to fix my dishwasher? I mean, there's so many things that that just play out that we get so used to. Right. Um, and I think another thing that happens is it's not necessarily black and white that somebody's you know 100% miserable. They're they're thinking about leaving their relationship and then. Maybe they go on a on a family vacation and have a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's getting along really great, and then you know they start to second guess themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, there are these good things, and and um, and it, it's really it's a scary scary choice. It, it really um, it really is. Um, Laura, what would you want a woman in midlife to know when? when she is contemplating a divorce, other than she better learn how to change a flat tire. That was really <laughs> frightening. I was in Vermont over the summer, and I got a flat tire, and I was way out in the boonies, and I was like, oh. But, you know, and I remembered, I just kept saying to myself, you're resourceful, you can figure it out. And uh, um, it's kind of scary, the guy who fixed it. But um, nonetheless, I did find someone who managed to fix it. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but, yeah. but really, um, when, when contemplating a, a divorce, I mean, do you have any suggestions that you could give to women in midlife? I think that that it's really important to find a support network. Yep. You know, especially people in that age bracket. You know, your Absolutely. parents might be aging or, or deceased. And, and the last thing you want to do is turn to your ex for support or, oh, or right. your current spouse for support in making this decision. You right. know, it's like it, then that sort of adds insult to injury. Exactly. When, when we're sad, when we're grieving, mm-hmm. you know, you need girlfriends, you need family members who are just going to be there for you and hug you and validate, mm-hmm. you know, your your perspective. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, you know? I'm a big believer in divorce support groups. I think it's a it's a great thing and it can really make a, a difference. Um on, on a more positive note, what would you say is the most exciting thing about being divorced after 50? <laughs> you know, I have my crazy. opinion, but I'll let you say yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd love to hear your perspective. I mean, w- what I think about is just this new opportunity, exactly. you know, to do things that you've always wanted to do. You can, you know, a geographical change, you know, a new interest that you, that you haven't really pursued, um, you know, being able to learn new things about yourself, mm-hmm. take new risks. And um, realizing that you were even able to get through it. Uh, yes. Well, yes. It's, I'm, glad it's, you, I'm glad you added that. It's like right? surviving this thing that maybe for, for many, many years you believed that you wouldn't be able to survive. Um, and being able to do it in a way that, that you feel good about, you know, that you were respectful in the process and and, um, and that it wasn't as, as horrible as, you know, everybody sometimes makes it out to be. Mm-hmm. You know, not to undermine the pain in any way, but mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, it's, learning it's how great. to do it in a way that, you know, is collaborative mm-hmm. is really Absolutely. quite impressive. I actually have um, a question from the website. Dee from Hingham would like to know whether you initiated or not, what can a person do to get through the grief? Well, obviously, that's what we're talking about right now. I have been divorced three months, and I still don't feel like myself. Really, mm. Dee? Come on. Three months? Come on. Three months? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't even see my eyeballs after three months. <laughs> yeah. I mean, three months is nothing, D, and that's my answer. You know, that's like, that's that's crazy. Oh darn! Um, my producer just said we just have, um, you know, like thirty seconds left, so I guess we just don't have time anymore, Laura, for any more questions, and that's too bad because we have a whole bunch more. But Laura Silverstein, thanks so much for being on Talk with Francesca today. It was a pleasure, and you just gave us tons of great information. Really do appreciate it. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you. Okay. All right. We've got to wrap things up. Thanks for listening. Thank you to my awesome new producer, Dina, and, of course, Brian, and my super hardworking intern, Haley. Keep your questions coming. Write to me and let me know what's on your mind. Um, Next week's show is going to be on men and women's fantasies, so send me an email and talk to me, and we'll explore that together. And have a great week, and look forward to your questions.